Yeah. You know who got tricked? Our buddy on Instagram who bought 9,000 bottles of that. <laughs> I got that was you. <laughs> I told him. I told him. I'm like, man, you are making mistakes, man. Hey, welcome to Super Social Club. I'm Jeremy. This is Whiskey in the Six. I'm Rob. Welcome to the Whiskey Ramp Podcast. It's a little crusty. It's frustrating. And it's going to be a little bit of a rant. I don't understand it. I don't know why. Some sort of injustice. Anyway, end rant. Hello and welcome back to the Whiskey Ramp Podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm Rob. And tonight, we are talking about trick or treat whiskeys. What do we mean by that? We mean whiskeys that when you open them, they're a real treat. Mm -hmm. You enjoy them. They're worth the money. They're great bang for your buck, tasty, all those fun things. And then the whiskeys that you bought, hoping that were going to be good, but you got tricked. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you know, you're, like, you're pleasantly surprised by maybe some yeah. with the treat category. And some, like, you thought they were going to be good, and they were not at all. You got tricked somehow into buying it. Maybe it's a profile that you like that didn't translate to this bottling or whatever it may be, but we got a list of each yeah. uh, for, like, the Halloween uh, spirit. Halloween's yeah. coming up soon. Yeah. And, you know, as you can see, we have a bottle on the table we're revealing off the hop. What is um, it? It's the Tamdu 18-year-old, yes. bottled at 46.8%, mm -hmm. all sherry cask. Um, the reason I picked this one is because I was pleasantly surprised when I tried this for the first time. This is time. like number one on your treat category. Yeah, I would, I would say that this is probably number one on my treat category. I was, like I said, pleasantly surprised when I tried this. Mm -hmm. My buddy poured it for me blind. Some of you guys know uh, the name well, Silent Bob. Silent Boss. Bob, yep. And this is actually his bottle. He let us borrow for the rant. Um, poured it blind. I'm like, this kind of tastes like Macallan. Yeah. In like the 18-year-old range. <laughs> I'm like, but I know it's not because you could tell there's a little bit more punch to it. The higher ABV. Um, and sure enough, it was this Tamdu 18 here. Yeah, and I just took a sip, and that's the perfect way to describe this. Yeah, because it it it, it does taste like Macallan eighteen, but it's like a higher ABV. Yeah, right, and it's like you get that chocolate orange note, and that's like that's how I determine Macallan if you're drinking it blind. It's like does it like have that chocolate orange, and does it have that little bit of like uh, it's not sulfur, but what is it? It's like yeah, it's there's a like maybe a touch of like a matchstick right? kind of note. Yeah, Macallan has that. Yeah. A touch of like a, but it's not like the off-putting sulfur. It's the mm -hmm. matchstick mm -hmm. kind of side to the sulfur, um, which you know what we we've never knocked McAllen for the taste. Mm -hmm. We have, we've never done that. We've only ever, which kind of is the segue into my number one trick, okay, which is the McAllen yeah. eighteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the, the the reason why the McAllen eighteen-year-old now is a trick for me is because it's. Just hitting shelves at the LCBO for $800. Yeah. $800 right now. Yeah, you for sure get tricked, right? Because, like, a lot of people that don't know about something will just necessitate or, like, they'll think that because of the price, it has to be good. Yeah. Right? They'll correlate price with, with, with quality or with, like, enjoyment. Yeah, we all do it. And we, it's not true at all. No, right? especially in the case of McAllen. Yeah. Like, for $800, there's a lot of great whiskeys you can buy. Oh, yeah. You can buy multiple great, great whiskeys right. for that price. Yeah. You know, uh, this is a fraction of the price. In Alberta, you're looking at around 220 bucks. Mm -hmm. Okay. In uh, in Toronto or, or in Ontario, sorry, uh, it's a little bit more. It's about a, like 270 or something like that at the LCBO. It's getting up there. Um, it's not cheap. Yeah. This is a limited edition. 
I think there's only 15,000 bottles or 12,000 bottles, something of that sort. Um, but for something that tastes so similar to Macallan 18-year-old, yeah, but better in my opinion, yeah, um, yeah, you just it's the way better buy. Like you, you get you get three of these for the price that you buy at Macallan nowadays. Just got like a little bit of like bubble gum note on the finish there. That's really really nice. Um, you can tell that this is well matured and it's got good casks for sure. I think this would be what Ralphie recently was describing in an Anak 24 video as mm -hmm. like that quality sherry cask. Mm -hmm. This is not like your new classic sherry finish or new style sherry. You can tell that they used a really good sherry cask. It's not super yeah. dark by any means. Yeah. Or casks, anyway. But yeah, you're right about that bubble gum. I just got that on the on the back end, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Thanks to today's sponsor, Zbiotics. Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. Yeah, it was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works: when you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxin byproduct in your gut. Yeah, it's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. It's designed to work like your liver, but in your gut, it's where you need it the most. Just remember to drink Zbiotics before drinking alcohol, drink responsibly, and get a good night's sleep to feel your best tomorrow. Yeah, we've used Zbiotics before. Um, like we said, we, we go late filming these episodes. We're, we're sampling whiskeys the entire time. Often have to work early the next morning. I got to get up for work the next morning. You got to get up for work the next morning. You got kids that are, you know, clamoring at the bit early in the a.m. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one of these before we do our rant definitely helps in the morning. You wake up refreshed, feeling good. You don't have all of those symptoms that you normally would from a heavy night of drinking. Yeah, it's definitely worth doing one of these and you really don't have to worry too much about what you consume later on. I got a buddy who got really into running marathons. He ran the half marathon in Toronto, it just happened. He was training and drinking Z-Biotics. Um, anytime he was out with his buddies, he's really into baseball, baseball playoffs. He's had a couple beers, um, did this, still was able to get up, train in the morning, did very well in the half marathon. So it definitely works and uh, check it out. Yeah. We have a coupon code, um, use code RANT at checkout for 15% off your first order. Uh, follow the link down below and uh, yeah, check out Z-Biotics. Um, yeah, no, this is a great treat whiskey. Because like Tamdu is not something you like, like we talk about it and people in the whiskey community talk about it, but like it's not a big brand name. No. Like Tamdu is not a household name, um, but you do find some gems in their collection. Like we talked about that single cask we had that one time, phenomenal whiskey. Yep. It's cast strength, single cask. It was, was out delicious. of this world. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, but yeah, definitely a treat. Um, you know, you, you pay a good amount of money for this bottle, but you are rewarded with, with a really nice sherry heavily sherry like you get a lot of sherry influence in this one for absolutely. sure absolutely yeah uh McCallum was on my trick list i just said anything McCallum. everything <laughs> because uh like even those those new you know stupid coffee ones they have out now like what's that what's that there's, series they're doing yeah the harmony series the harmony series it's awful it's uh, a there's like the the amber and the green it's a joke it's a complete joke it's a complete trick green orchard or something you know, know who got tricked our buddy on instagram who bought nine thousand bottles of it <laughs> I got that was you. 
<laughs> I told him. I told him. I'm like, man, you are making mistakes, man. And like bragging about like it wasn't like so much that he was buying it. I mean, it's annoying that when someone buys like literally nine thousand bottles of something and you can't get it. Yeah. It's not that we really wanted it anyway. Yeah. But to brag about that and be like, oh, I'm so ahead of the game. Like you sheep need to catch up to me. Like I'm so cool. And now like you are literally stuck with all these bottles. Like yeah. I hope you like it, but I hope you uh, enjoy that whiskey. He might be able to get a little bit more than. I don't think he will lose. Yeah, like, you don't he, lose on whiskey. He's not going to lose in general. But he's not making the profits he thought he was. No, he's not getting like your McAllen Edition one. That's what he was probably. Yeah, he thinking. was anticipating right? that. He was anticipating McAllen Edition close. one. Yeah. Like McAllen Edition One is what like six grand now. It it was crazy. <laughs> it's absurd. It's crazy. Yeah. It's absurd. Um, but yeah, like McAllen, like you know, they have the new color series that came out. Like that's a complete joke. Um, so yeah, anything McAllen is a trick because of the price. Yeah. Um, you know. I agree. Because of the price, for sure. Yeah, because of the price. Um, what was your treat? was your first yeah treat. you know what i got it you know what i put down for treat a knock 24 uh ralphie That's just reviewed bottle. it um it is it is a treat right because like yeah. a knock you know um another like non-household name that um makes really good whiskey yeah their 18 is delicious this 24 is really the kind of like the flagship i think of their of their range yep really really nice stuff um not too expensive right right it's pretty inexpensive actually like it's even under 300 bucks yeah i think they had a recent price hike but it's still good value it's still good value it's still good value it was crazy value like we you guys were buying those things for like what 150 bucks 180 bucks 180 bucks canadian yeah right back in the day yeah that's crazy I, uh, I have a backup of the one that his looked a little darker the one that he reviewed recently i think it was a newer bottling yeah yeah, yeah. his looks a little darker but um yeah, I'm very curious. Actually, I might I might go out and grab that new one mm-hmm. uh, because I do I'm I am a little bit of a sherry head yeah. sometimes. Yeah, um, I think that's mostly sherry. Mostly right? sherry, I believe. A little yeah. bit, a little bit expert, but maybe in there as well. Well, uh, I guess a good segue to yours is I also had a mecha- uh, an, a knock yeah. on my list. Yeah, but it was the 18 year old. Okay, yeah. Another great one. And the 18 year old is like 100, it's still like 130 bucks, mm-hmm. which is a great price yep. for an 18 year old. I had a few 18 year olds on my list because of the price that they are. And they're still, despite the whiskey, like scotch guys that know about them, they're still relatively like not out there. Yeah. Like a knock 18, right? Yep. Like a knock 24. So that would be my treat. My my second treat, yeah, uh, really really good whiskey. Um, my tricks are whiskeys that I kind of got tricked by early on, and they're the like Glenfiddich eighteens, mm-hmm. the Glenlivet eighteens. Yeah. So I'm gonna put those together because yeah. they're kind of the same kind of beast. Um, not getting a high ABV, nothing special. The mm-hmm. price keeps going up. That's that's one thing for sure. Is like the price keeps jumping on those yeah. things. Yeah. Like in Ontario, you notice it because it happens. Like it, there was a stretch of like a three year stretch where those two whiskeys jumped twenty bucks a month. It seemed like every month, mm-hmm. right? They went from like decently affordable for like under two hundred bucks, and now they're like what three hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Like they just keep going up. It's like it's crazy. Yeah. They might have been like a hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I think they were one twenty. Right? They were. Yeah, 
It was about that. And I, I used to replace my Glenlivet 18 every time it was finished. Like, mm-hmm. in, like I thought I was so cool drinking Glenlivet 18. <laughs> um, you know, easy to get tricked when you're younger and new yeah. into whiskey and new into scotch. Uh, but that was definitely a trick for me. I would completely avoid those. I would go with the Anak 18. And side by side, I also had the old Paltney 18 in that category. Okay. Yeah, like nice. With the Glenfiddich uh, versus the Glenfiddich and the Glenlivet okay. 18s. Yeah. Um, there is one whiskey, like when we first decided to do this like trick or treat thing that really stood out for me as a trick and I went to it and I was drinking it the other day and it's the Dalmore cigar malt. Mm. That is such a trick of a whiskey because you think it'd be good, yeah. but guess what? It's NAS. Yeah. It's bottled at 48, but it drinks like it's bottled at 38. Yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? It's so I, thin. I remember trying that after all the hype that was around it. Cause there was a lot of people in the industry that were like giving it praise. Mm-hmm. So I tried it and I couldn't believe how sulfured it was. Really? I was not a fan. You picked up a lot of sulfur, right? I did, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's still like that. Maybe it's settled over the years of being... Yeah. I mean, my main takeaway when I was drinking the other day is like, it's sweet, it's easy on the palate, yeah. and it just drinks way too thin. And like, you would never guess it's 48. And they probably ball it at 48 because anything less than that... It's like you're just drinking water, you know, like diet water. <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's such a disappointment for me and it could be good, right? Yeah, like, yeah. and that's, that's a big problem with Dalmore is like you drink it and you're like, oh man, like this could be good. So but they put, Dalmore's like that. they put so much artificial E150, uh, caramel colorant in those whiskeys. I can't figure that out. And they bought them at low ABVs and it's like, it's so thin and it's like, so expensive too. And it's so expensive. The new, so, so the much Dalmore money. 18 hasn't changed. It's still 43%, still added color and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. And when I was buying it and I enjoyed it, it was like 150 bucks, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. It's five hundred dollars now. <laughs> what? It's five hundred dollars. They want to be McAllen. Yeah. It's like they want to be McAllen so bad. Yeah. And yeah, people definitely get tricked into that because that's another one that we talked about before with McAllen. It's like it's priced high. You think it's going to be great. Yeah. It comes in like a cool. I like the bottle. I do like how the bottle looks. Yeah. Um, and it's a really dark looking, rich whiskey, and it just doesn't deliver. Yeah. Um, so I, Dalmore might be like next to McAllen, like the number two trick whiskey that you could you could yeah. fall into yeah it's up there uh, my next one on my list is probably and i did this i did the broad like brush painting with this one okay um for the exception of the wee beastie and the 10 year old mm. which are raising in price as well mm-hmm. but just art bank yeah like i you know they almost they almost sold me on the uh bizarbecue oh my god i uh, almost actually bought that i'm like well, this kind of looks cool yeah i'm interested i'm a little intrigued I'm like i kind of want to know what's going on here and they almost got me they almost got me i almost was tricked um but just Ardbeg as a whole their their whole marketing mm-hmm. uh their decisions with their bottles like i i just don't understand what they're doing anymore like i really don't get it um, to counter this one, I actually yo- uh, used an Ardbeg because okay. the Ardbeg 10 is still fair value. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's getting up there in price in, yeah. in Ontario. You can still get it under a hundred bucks in Alberta. You can get it under a hundred bucks in the States. 
and it's still a quality whiskey. Yeah. Right. The the Ardbeg Ten is going to deliver nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, there's a very rare time where I'll pour an Ardbeg Ten and be like, yeah, I, I don't want this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't think that's ever happened actually. So. Ardbeg, all their specialty releases, all that crap. Committee releases. They can keep it. Yeah. That's the trick. Yeah. Stick to the 10-year-old. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, the Ardbeg committee releases, ever since Dark Cove, it's just, you've been tricked every single time. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Like, that punk rock one, (laughs) I was like, I like this. Because I, like, I used to listen to, like, you know, punk rock music back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But I would have been tricked into buying that bottle if it didn't. If a whole bunch of like crap community releases didn't precede it, you know right, what I'm saying? Like right. we already that, we that came we knew right after Dark Cove, you might have bought it. One hundred percent, I would have. Yeah. Right, because I think after Dark Cove came what drum, and I was all over that drum. I yeah. might have even paid secondary prices for that. The the black wasn't bad. The black was okay. Black was that? Yeah. The black. <laughs> black. Was that? Um, it might have been after that, perhaps. It might have been one after drum. Anyway, drum black. You're right. Those came out after Dark Cove. Yeah. But you're right. Like now, like they have so many, uh, the marketing's got out of control, and uh, yeah, people get tricked into buying those every single time because they built up a reputation um, with good bottlings. Yeah. And now you're getting tricked into buying every single release, right? Yeah. Yeah, there. It's unfortunate what's happened to Ardbeg because their fan base <clears throat> was like a hardcore fan base, and they completely went to this like. Almost like that, you know, the, the, like the run-of-the-mill fan, the fair-weather fan. They, they, like, it seemed like they just completely decided to appeal to that fan. Yeah. As opposed to their like core heart, like old-school fan base mm-hmm. that they used to have. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Do you think they were trying to take advantage of like their some of their fans by blowing up this marketing into their face and, and dipping quality like they wouldn't notice or wouldn't care? It feels that way. It, it was almost like a distraction from the Ugadal and the Cory because those like the Cory and the Ugadal they they've declined in quality in my opinion as well. Yeah. So it was almost like don't look at those anymore because we're not going to be putting as good stuff in there anymore ever yeah. again. Yeah. Start looking at these weird things right. and you'll forget about that stuff. Yeah. And. It, it almost it seemed to have worked because nobody talks about the Cory or the Ugi anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're right. So man. Um okay, another one for me. Oh, another trick. This is one that we um I think both had kind of similar experiences with. And that's the Glen Goyne twenty five year old. Yeah. I think this is a trick whiskey. Yeah. Because it looks nice. It's got a great presentation, right. a great box. Yep. Glen Goyne is kind of like it's not a household name like McAllen is, but it's it's on people's like secondary radar, right? Like Glencoin does have a good reputation for their for yeah. their bottlings, but this twenty five year old, the way the prices are now, it's like you're gonna buy this thinking it's like you know a cornerstone in your collection. It's gonna sit front and center. You're gonna go to it on special pours, but guess what? It's not the best twenty five year old out there. Yeah, especially not for the price. Yeah, it's yeah. You're right. That's that's a great point. When I try. Glengoyne 25 year old was supposed to be like my dream whiskey when I was first getting into like the more expensive stuff. Mm-hmm. And I finally got it. And when I opened that bottle, I don't think I've ever been more disappointed 
from a whiskey in my life really because yeah. of all the hype i had yep. for that whiskey mm-hmm. you know what i mean I, I actually thought it was going to be out of this world yeah and based on reviews like there were some like you could you could tell when someone's trying to like a whiskey in a review so they'll they'll be a little bit more generous in the score yeah and that was happening a lot with this particular whiskey and then I tried it myself and I was like, man, I should have stuck with my gut because I could tell people were not loving this. Yep. And, you know, and I made this <laughs> the mistake twice because I bought this, the newer version hoping that it was just a bad batch as everybody was telling me. Mm-hmm. Both batches sucked. Yeah. They were just okay. Yep. For the price, they were nowhere near worth it. Yep. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, Your treat. Treat. Okay. Um... I gotta go Gord McPhail. Mm. I mean, we've been treated to so many good Gord McPhails. Um, you know, the ones you got up there, that Glen Scotia 22, yeah. phenomenal pour. Um, what are the ones you have? The Eberfeldy 24. I have the... And yeah, that's the, phenomenal as well. And also the, the, uh, really the Colila, that's the one. Yeah. How old is that one again? That one is 23. 23-year-old Colila. So, like, those bottles are... Very well priced for your age statements oh, absolutely. at cast strength. Absolutely. And blown away by how good those are. Yeah. And yeah. like to, to mention something that's like more on the affordable scale, um, recently Kleinly Sherry Cast matured eleven years. I think it's thirteen years. Thirteen years. Amazingly good. Yeah. Right? For just yeah. over a hundred bucks a bottle. Yeah. Very, very good. We have had really good Gordon McPhail's recently and like what a treat it's been um the same that we had oh, that McAllen's Bay Malt. That's one of the best whiskeys I've ever had. There you go. Yeah, that was that was up there with like and, that's in like uh, my top twenty. And sure. again, an expensive whiskey, but it's also a cast strength McAllen yeah. at twenty nineteen years. Yeah, but I mean, like expensive verse. Okay, so it was like what four hundred and fifty bucks, mm-hmm. something like that, maybe close to five at the time. Um, what's a what's a McAllen? 21 go for man mccallum 12 is going to be 400 bucks soon those exceptional share casks go for like three grand yeah four grand oh yeah if you want something cast strength mccallum with an age statement yeah so good luck yeah i've never i've yet to touch a mccallum exceptional sherry cask right because the entry level 12 when they first started coming out were like 700 bucks yeah that was the entry level 12 right so like yeah, and that's a good price because I'm sure those go on secondary for what three, four thousand dollars. It's funny. One of the stores in Alberta originally was getting those, like, and they're like, "Yeah, hey, I have the 25 year old. If you want it, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, what's the price? Seven grand. I'm like, uh, it's okay. I think I'm <laughs> I'm gonna pass. Seven grand. Yeah, like, what am I gonna do with that? It's like, unreal. So yeah, um, Gordon McPhail is incredibly priced. Incredibly priced. Yeah, for what you get. Uh, it is very well priced. Yeah. Um, I was going to go with, for a trick, modern Glendronic. Okay. When's the last time you've had a really good Glendronic? Uh, yeah, back when it was Billy Walker bottling stuff way above its age. Yeah, I, I think, to be fair, we had a Grandeur that was... Oh, that's right. ...by uh, yeah. Emily, whatever her name is. Um. Uh, it's not emily is it is it emily okay anyway the new master distiller sorry yeah we apologize we'll put her name here we'll put her name. um nothing against her but 
I honestly think maybe Billy Walker just like used all the great casks and then he's like, peace, I'm out. <laughs> like pretty much that's what happened. That's true. That grandeur was good though. That grandeur was excellent. That she did. It was I good. Think it was th- really I think good. Those will always continue to we be. We drank great. it on this channel. We did. We drank it on the podcast. Yeah. 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 Uh the grandeurs are, are always good. Mm-hmm. Um but man, what a what a drop off from what they used to be. They're just like a shell yeah. of themselves. Yeah. Um I think the last really good regular stated whiskey like was the 21 or yeah the 21 that was actually 27 years old if they stayed true to that like the chart that chart yeah so that's it uh glendronic is definitely a trick for me these days you can't buy the 12 for less than like 120 bucks at the lcbo (laughs) wow really it went up so much it literally doubled in price from the time that i was drinking glendronic 12 back in the day yeah to now at the LCBO. This is like before my Alberta buying times. I was buying $60 Canadian at the LCBO, Glendronic yeah. 12. It's a good price. Yeah. And and it was good back then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that Glendronic definitely is my trick. And then what's become a pleasant treat for me, and this is probably my last one, but I, I could probably list off a few more if you mm-hmm. want, uh, is Ben Romick. Mm-hmm everything Ben Romick. Uh, like great call someone, yeah <clears throat> someone actually um like had a negative comment about um our love for Ben Romick recently oh on, yeah on our recent podcast that we released what did they say basically uh, oh how can you love them their core range is all 43 percent mm-hmm. blah 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 whatever um well that's actually not true because we know that the cast strength is part of their core range and it's not 43%. It's cash check. So that's <laughs> the first thing. Second <laughs> is we were actually thoroughly impressed with the Benaromic 14 or 15, sorry, mm-hmm. um, in a tasting of literally monsters. That's true. We were thoroughly impressed with Benaromic 15. That's right. We drank a seven year old Glenn Grant yeah. by Gordon McPhail and then I think still had appreciation for Benaromic. 15 year old after that we drank ben rolling 15 that day and it like there was 30 year old gordon mcphail's Mm -hmm. 40 year old gordon mcphail's and then a 70 year old gordon mcphail yeah so i yeah it held its own like obviously it's like you can't compare it's not fair we're not comparing and we're not really saying it held its own versus those but we're saying is we drank them in the same time frame and we still appreciated it and we were for what it was and we're like wow this is actually really solid yeah and we Uh, both bought a bottle and you would think after drinking something insane nothing else would taste good at all yeah right yeah we are the first to avoid purchases of anything below 46 percent. let's get that out there yes that's a fact yeah we tried the benaromic 15 and both bought a bottle both of us i bought a couple yeah you have a couple mm-hmm. i i have a bottle over here that i have yet to review which will be coming soon but um yeah benaromic had to be on this list for treats for 100 cream um i'm gonna go back to glendronic for a second because i actually wrote this on my list as a trick and a treat okay. and i'm referring to their single casks okay and another distillery comes to mind when talking about this exact category where it's both good and bad, trick and treat. I think I know what you're going to say. Is Glen Farkless. Glen Farkless, yeah. Glen Farkless family casks yeah. and Glendronic single casks can both be tricks and treats. Yeah. And it's so hard to know. It's, it's very so hard difficult to know. to know. The it's only way that you can really get through is like 
you can find the odd review, but like whiskey base is probably your best friend for this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to know for sure. There's some guys that like are like they make it their job to get to a Glenfarclas family cask tasting every year. Yeah, and they'll give you a pretty accurate description of which ones to go for and mm-hmm. which ones to avoid. Yeah, so. yeah, it's really tough because like you can definitely buy any of those and love it yeah and you can be like okay it's 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 good but it's like i was expecting more right right because we've had family casks aged from what 16 17 18 years old yeah that have been better than stuff aged 27 28 years old the other night we had uh what was it a 2003 that yeah. was awesome right it was awesome yeah that was eight, what 17 years old yeah i think it was 17 yeah 17 year old 16 that's or 17, uh, something like that amazing yeah amazing one of the better ones we've tried yeah we've i've had i've had a 30 year old glenn farkless that i was disappointed in my purchase mm-hmm. and then i've had the first like the 1992 that we first had that blew me away yeah that blew me away so mm-hmm. it's it's really hard to know what which ones to grab yeah um, I think if you're going to go to the core range for Glen Farkless, you probably just want to stick with the 15. It's the highest ABV, right? Is that right? It's the highest ABV, but it's also, you could tell they love that one the most. Yeah. Because they try harder. Although Ralphie recently did a review on the 15 and kind of trashed it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. But maybe it's dipped in quality. It might have. <laughs> I could see that. Um, I got maybe one more of each. I'm just going to quickly say that like a trick... Not so much a trick just because of the quality or whatever, but the price. And that's the Springbank 30. Um, super, super expensive. And I think we both agree that the 25 is better. Yeah. Our good friend Serge from Whiskey Fun just reviewed the 30. He scored it lower than the 25. What and did I, think he score he, it? I think he scored it. I don't know. I'll put it here. Okay. Of what he scored it, but it was lower than he scored 25s in the past. Yeah. So he agrees with us that the 25 is better. Yeah. Bit of a trick there, um, just for the price. Why Why would they? Like, I, I don't like to question Springbank because who the hell am I to question Springbank? But why would they go all bourbon cask on that one? Like, they're, they really shine with their sherry casks. Like, why would you do that? I mean, I think they obviously just have more bourbon cast than they do sherry, and if it's yeah. that old, yeah. they're probably going to put it in some crazy bottling. I mean, I don't know. And that was a super expensive bottle, too. Yeah, it but it's like there. they're they're putting that in the core range, right? So they're doing 30 in their core range, so like they got to do it or bump it out every year. It's probably going to be a lot of bourbon. I wonder. like, they're, If it, if they're going to do it every year, then I trust that they will come out with a banger eventually mm-hmm. it, there's gonna be a 30 that knocks everybody's socks off for sure but yeah yeah it's it's definitely a little bit of a trick although at the end of the day if you have that kind of money to throw around and you didn't like save up all your pennies to get that whiskey you're gonna enjoy it yeah you're gonna enjoy it eventually like it, it was very good yeah. it just wasn't what we were hoping true the 28 that we had the the um society release was better we did it side by side yes yeah um i got one go ahead i got one more for the uh, treat and i'll just briefly say it's um blended malts in general specifically you know um compass box orchard house compass box flaming heart that we tried um those are great treats Mm -hmm. in in my opinion well-priced very very good stuff and we talk about blended malts being like good value yeah. in the marketplace as of right now. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, those yeah. ones. Got one right over here, actually. There you go. This fancy edition for Flaming Heart that I was actually going to bring in uh, to this to talk about it a little bit. Um, this is really good quality. This has a portion of peat monster in there. Yeah. So I love how they like they categorize their own blends <laughs> with their right. own blends. I wonder if they were just like drunk in like the sampling room and like knocked over some peat <laughs> monster and it just, it just got in there it and they're like in. and they're like oh let's, let's roll with this. It's there's a lot of Lafroig in there because there's a lot of Lafroig and peat monster as well. Um, but that's a really good expression, mm -hmm. and we've had several now. Yeah. Uh, love 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 the flaming heart yeah um pretty peated mm -hmm. it's up there in peat the abv is like 48.9 or something like that so it's up there in abv as well uh -huh. um what i was gonna say for my last trick kind of like taking a page out of your book here is it's it's a trick because of the price but it's a treat for the liquid okay do you know what i'm thinking no brooklady okay yeah Right? Yeah. Brook Laddie, everything. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. The liquid's never bad. Yeah. Um, some Octomores are better than others. They're not all made equally. Mm -hmm. The Did you see the price of the new 14.3? No. What is it? It's close to $400. Wow. It's, Canadian and, and then yeah, Alberta? Yeah, Canadian. Yeah. <sighs> so, um, in Alberta. Yeah. It's close to four hundred dollars. I, I really want to try the 14.2. It's got like some Italian heritage. Uh, to it it's got the <laughs> okay. uh, amarone casks in it right. um and it's not as horribly priced it's like 280 okay um we recently tried the the 10.1 black art mm -hmm. which is actually perfect for halloween yeah because it's you know the black arts black arts yeah um i thought it i think it's excellent yeah it is but it's good. expensive really? now that's a 29 year old yeah. so a limited cast strength 29 year old might have older stuff in it because it's only 45 point something percent at cast strength. Mm -hmm. So it might have older stuff in it. And it's like fabled to have one of the favorites of the legendary um, master distiller, uh, master blender yeah. from Brooklady. But it's still 800 bucks, yeah. right? It's 29 years old. Um, delicious liquid great nose on it all that kind of stuff the the liquid is a treat but the price man unless you have that kind of money to throw around it's a little bit of a trick yeah right for sure yeah that's a great point yeah um yeah leave us a comment down below oh we should mark this yeah let's do that uh leave us a comment down below what you think uh is a trick and a treat whiskey mm -hmm. um throw it down there and let's talk about this tamdu 18 um yeah, what do you got to say about it? I love it. Yeah. It's, as our boy James would say, so if you're playing the drinking game, <laughs> drink. Um, it's so crushable. Yeah, I poured myself a second glass. It's so crushable. Yeah. I, I like looked down and I was done my glass. I'm like, I thought I poured a decent pour in there. Yeah. Um, it's incredibly crushable. It reminds me so much of classic Macallan. Uh, that I will not be disappointed reaching for this instead of a Macallan at one-third the price, if not less than one-third the price. Yep. Right? Like, you can get that on sale 220 in Alberta. I think that's fair. I think that's a fair price. That's a fair price. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, 
it's limited, so you won't be able to get it forever. So if you are interested in it, you should go get some. Mm-hmm. I got to give this one an 88. Wow. I really like it. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, just drinking through this, it's got this like overlying sweetness. I'm talking like cotton candy, bubble gum. It's got those sherry notes. It's got like those heavy like plums, a little bit of fig. It's got a great finish. It definitely like is impactful mm-hmm. uh, with a sherry whiskey. If you want a sweet sherry bomb, like this is it. Uh, it drinks very, very like elegant as well. It's like it's got everything going on with it. Yeah. You could pour this into a decanter and like people would be like, wow, that's a that's yeah. an expensive whiskey. Yeah, and it's got that chocolate orange note that Macall- that it shares with Macallan. So yeah. like you're spot on with like saying it's 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 reminiscent of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I would definitely buy it for uh, two twenty, um, eighty nine. Nice for me. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 delicious. It's it absolutely is. great. Yeah. Um, you know, I could drink this anytime and be super happy. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. What do you think of the bottle design of, of Tamdu? You know what? I've never been a huge fan of it, but I respect it. Like, yeah. it's kind of a little too much for me. It's kind of like that old style, like, uh, I don't know, like, speakeasy 1920s yes. kind of vibe to it. Yes. Right? I'm not I'm not offended by it. Yeah. Like, I actually, the box is, like, very Gatsby kind of, like, yeah, gold. Right. and Right. Right? Like, it's really cool. Yeah. Um... I like it. I, I I'm not I'm not offended by it. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily love it, but I understand where the, what they're going for with it. And yeah. I'm I like it. I don't I don't I don't love it, but I do like how it's unique and different. And I do kind of like how you have a bottle that looks like this on your bar. Can, yeah, compared actually, to everything else. That being said, I was gonna say um, I went to a tasting at the the bar. Uh, sorry, the restaurant Highs downtown, uh, and. They had this on okay. on the bar, uh, so good on them. Actually, their bar is is pretty stacked. You nice. should go check it out. Okay, um, but on the bar, it looks so much darker and elegant. I'm like, what Tandu is that? Yeah, I was so like surprised by it. And he's like, oh, that's the 18, and I was like, what? <laughs> I have a bottle of that. It doesn't look like that at home. It was just like it does on well the in like bar. The nice it, lighting, yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Like it looked awesome on the bar. Nice. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And you can kind of pick it out, right? Because it does look different than other other scotch bottles, which is cool. Yeah. 46.8%. I, I like that ABV. 46.8. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Um, yeah. So leave us a comment down below. Um, what's your trick or treat whiskey? What have you been tricked by? If you've been treated by, let us know in the comments down below. Um, subscribe if you haven't. Like the video. And uh, that's it for us. We'll see you guys next time. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.